Alrighty. Dun 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 dun. Youch. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of the Afro Matt Show. I'm your host, as always, Afro Matt, and today we have pretty solid jam-packed episode. Um, sorry, I, I know I do realize that this is coming out a day late. I was um, a little distracted. I wrote a new short story for my website. Check that out at theafromacho.com. Um, and I've been recording and editing a lot of clips. I'm trying to get better. I, it, this is a one-man show, so I, I, I do everything. So everything you see on the YouTube, on the website, on my Instagram, on my Twitter, it's all it's all me. And I only have so many hours in the day. But I I sit here with one of those hours in, of my day and share it with you. And I share and reflect upon my week with everyone here um, listening. Speaking of which, more, more people are listening, which is good. I like to see. So um, hopefully you told your friends. And if, if there anyone anyone new out there, welcome. And I hope you enjoy your stay. That being said, let's get right into the news. Um, oh, actually, I didn't want to talk about something strange that happened to me at, at work the other day. So I was I was at work and I got a call from the CDC, the um, Center for Disease Control. They were doing a survey whatever a, a, a random survey it seemed very very tailored but they were asking a questions about my vaccination status and stuff i did i did the whole survey it was only like 8 minutes but i mostly cuz i wanted to a answer his questions um and b to uh to see what the questions were they were like standard questions like uh, what's uh, have you been vaccinated how many people do you know that are vaccinated um, but I did get to ask him, I didn't get to ask the guy what he knew about myocarditis, which, um, I mean, he didn't really say anything. He just kind of asked the question again. Of He does. He's, he probably doesn't want to lose his job for, uh, mentioning myocarditis, which, which is actually on the CDC website now, myocarditis. So we're not crazy, you know? It's um, it's it's real, and people are blowing up. People's hearts are blowing up out there. I'm not gonna. This isn't gonna turn into some sort of like, I told you so. But, um, I mean, what are you gonna do? People, I guess people ages 21. What does the CDC even say? Let me pull up the website. I I did not plan this to start this way. And YouTube is probably not happy that it's starting this way. CDC myocarditis. Now I'm 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 taking directly from the uh, the horse's mouth, as it were. Um, like this is the CDC's website. So if you don't if you don't believe me here, <clears throat> I mean, what do you want from me? Here it is. 
COVID-19. This is the Center for Disease Control and Prevention. Uh, the www.cdc.gov forward slash coronavirus forward slash 19 um, dash n ncov dash vaccines dash safety or I mean slash safety slash myocarditis. Okay, so this is on their website. So I'm, I, I go through this this kind of hoops and um, smoke and mirrors to, to kind of walk around, tiptoe around YouTube because YouTube's going to be like, no, now your you now your video's banned because you mentioned that uh, COVID was um, you know grown in the lab, and now your YouTube channel is banned for for several weeks. So. Um, which I will get to, and I, that's on the that's actually on the menu. I, I forgot about that. So I guess this is kind of a COVID thing. I know COVID's like washed up; no one really cares. Although my girlfriend's grandma still wears her mask around. The only person, but the only person left in the world, I guess, who wears a mask. But myocarditis and pericarditis after mRNA COVID vaccination. CDC and its partners are actively monitoring monitor, monitoring reports of myocarditis and pericarditis after COVID-19 vaccination. Active monitoring includes reviewing data and medical records and evaluating the relationship between the two, whatever. Um, myocarditis, myocarditis is an inflation inflammation of the heart muscle and pericarditis is the um, inflation of the outer lining of the heart. So your people's hearts, I guess, are just blowing up randomly. People that are healthy like athletes, I mean, uh, what, what does this say? Should I still get myself or my child vaccinated? CDC's, yeah, yes. COVID, CDC continues to recommend that everyone above ages six months, above the age of six months, get vaccinated. The known risk of COVID-19 illness, illnesses and its related possible severe complications such as long-term health problems, hospitalization, and even death far outweigh the potential risk of having a rare they they they're admitting it here. They outweigh the risks of having a rare adverse reaction to the vaccination. So there are adverse reactions. Check. Including the possible risk of myocarditis and pericarditis. I'm reading straight from their website. Okay, so you can call me my tin hat, whatever tinfoil hat. You're a conspiracy theorist. I'm reading from the CDC's website, and they're saying, "Hey, yeah, hey guys." There's a very, very small chance that your heart, the lining of your heart gets so thin, your heart explodes. It's small, but look, if you got COVID, you would cough and then you would sneeze and and then and then you would get very tired and then you would wake up and maybe your eyes would be crusty and then, oh, you wouldn't be able to taste or smell for about maybe a week. Doesn't that sound, I mean, doesn't that sound worse? That sounds way worse. Oh, not to mention the, your, your labored breathing, you would become, la- your, your, your breathing would become hard for a couple of weeks. Maybe at worst, at worst, if you are obese, very large, uh, first off, if you are very large, um, you have to worry about your heart exploding anyways. So you might want to just get the vaccine, like... But for like, they're they're recommending it for ages six months and older. I forgot how funny COVID was actually. Like COVID for a while was like, it was cringe to talk about. 
But now it's actually kind of funny to talk about again because it's just so crazy, the stuff that they're recommending. <laughs> like, it's just so crazy. They're literally on their website. They say, yeah, 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 your heart could explode and, you know. Um, whatever. And apparently, like, tons of soccer players are like, they're blow. They're just blowing up. They're just blowing up on while playing soccer. The soccer players, on average, run about like fourteen miles per match. You have to remember the whole football field, the whole soccer field is the size of an American football field, and they're running up and down it for ninety minutes, forty-five minute halves. So, they I think on average they run like eight miles, and they're like sometimes at like full sprint pace for like going back and forth chasing the ball. Um, so some of those, some of those people in order to compete in soccer had to get the COVID vaccine and some of them mysteriously are uh, blowing up. So I guess, you know, oh, let's see what, what happens when you have myocarditis. I never knew what myocarditis was before COVID. Isn't that funny? Mayo Clinic. Myocarditis. Symptoms and causes. Myocarditis is an inflammation of the heart muscles. Symptoms. Chest pain. Fatigue. Swelling of the legs. Rapid or irregular heartbeat. You know, this is what I hate about reading side effects. Because as I read these, my heart, my body starts to react. And I start getting, like, shortness of breath. I'm like, (sighs) I'm like, my heart's about to explode right now. Um, contact your healthcare provider if you have symptoms. Symptoms can seem like a heart attack. Get emergency help if you have unexplained chest pain, rapid heartbeat, shortness of breath. Um, so what happens? It doesn't really tell me. Bacteria, viruses cause it, complications, heart failure, heart attack or stroke, rapid heart rhythms, sudden cardiac arrest, certain serious arrhythmias can cause the heart to stop beating it's deadly if not treated immediately well well i mean look like <laughs> i like how this says prevention get recommended vaccines stay up to date with the recommended vaccines including those to protection against covid vaccine covid19 so this is the Mayo Clinic, and Mayo Clinic is recommended to get the COVID vaccine. And then the co- I go to the CDC website, and then the COVID vaccine says, hey, you might get this thing. Okay, so there's really no way. Diseases that can cause myocarditis rarely, wait, uh, rarely the COVID vaccine can cause inflammation of the heart muscles and inflammation of the outer lining, paradise particularly in males aged 12 to 29. Talk to your healthcare provider if the benefits uh, and risks of vaccine. So yeah, I was on the phone with this guy talking about my vaccination status. And he's like, on a scale from one to 10, how likely, like one to 10, zero, or I guess zero to 10, zero being very, or not at all, um, and 10 being very likely, how likely are you to recommend getting the vaccine to anyone? And I'm like, absolutely not. I'm like, and he's like, one of the questions was, um, have you or a loved one or you or someone, you know, been diagnosed with COVID-19? I'm like, yes, twice. 
And he's like, I'm like, and he, I guess he actually kind of chuckled. He actually kind of chuckled. He, he kind of laughed when he heard me say twice. And then the next question, it was must have been awkward for him, too, because the next question was like, how likely are you to get the COVID vaccine? Uh, same scale, whatever, not at all to very likely. And I said, not at all. And, he, and, I, I, and I told him, I'm like, I've had it twice. I don't think a third time is going to you know, blow me over. Um, but it was fun. I enjoyed talking to him. Um, it was during my lunch break. They must time that or something must reach out during lunch breaks, but it was fun. And, um, I guess I'm going to be in a survey. I'm going to be one of the numbers. Um, I forgot who, who he was calling for. I think it was some college or something, but, um, I don't know. I tried to record it on my phone, but when I went to listen to it, the recording wasn't going through and I made sure to press pick up mic and audio and I played it on speaker but I guess it didn't doesn't work it doesn't let you record those things unfortunate but it was fun um let's see let's go into um let's just get this out of the way I saw this and I thought it was pretty interesting lab leak this is from the uh the New York Times <clears throat> New York Times, lab leak most likely caused pandemic, um, energy department says. The conclusion, which has made with low confidence, came from Americans' intelligence agencies remain divided over the origins of coronavirus. So they said it was probably a lab leak. I know this is coming, this is coming, you know, three years after it's relevant. Who really cares? Who gives a fuck? I mean, my video, my video talking about this literally got taken down from youtube and then my channel i was not able to post for like two weeks because i mentioned the possibility that oh the crazy world we would live in if by chance covid was released from a lab in wuhan oh the oh the humanity god forbid someone mentioned that and of course two years later what was once what was once thought crime is now almost commonplace so um I mean, it's the world we live in. Um, I mean, I really could care less. It's um, it's <laughs> it's just it's just crazy. Like, I only, I'm not even happy about being right because. And look, they said it was low confidence, whatever that means. But the fact that they're even posting anything about it at all means that there's like a, a kernel of truth somewhere within within it. I mean, it'll probably come out to there'll be documentaries about this, like the Kennedy assassination. Um, so just wait. You have to just wait. It'll be a Netflix original. The truth behind COVID. COVID behind the mask or something. You know, Netflix original. What really happened on those days before 2019? What happened in we take a trip to Wuhong to find out. Um, yeah, dude, that whole COVID thing was crazy. They were building mass graves in China. Like, what's going? On? I remember those first couple of weeks. With, wow, whoa, 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 what's going on here? Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was fun. Um, but those years were quick, way too quick. And now, of course, we're all suffering the consequences of a. Uh, um of a economy unrequited is that unrequited 
unrequited. Look, I, I swear this is a word. Not given, rewarded, or felt in return. Okay. Not the word I was thinking of. Un... Un... Um, like unleashed? I don't know. A government... An economy unleashed. Just giving free money to literally everyone. Which I enjoyed. And I spent on uh, various computer parts and accessories. And um, I reap the benefits now. So, hey... I mean, I think this camera was bought during COVID, which is like, look at it. Look at it go. It even has like a background background motion blur thing or whatever. It, it's it's sick and it's badass. And I uh, thank you, government. Um, Speaking of the government, I swear we'll get out of this whole politics thing. It's not really even politics. I'm not saying anything generally politics political i'm just like stating i'm just reading literally just reading facts from the cdc website and it seems somehow it somehow seems sort of edgy for me to be even doing that and it's like no these are just things that are printed printed on their website um let's see let's check on ohio's controlled burn everyone's favorite controlled burn ohio the one and only ohio controlled burn let's see how this is going real quick and then then we'll leave Arkansas Plain, Arkansas, that's where I live. Hello, yo, peace, shadow Arkansas. Arkansas plane crash. Five environmental workers killed in Arkansas tragedy where um, were on their way to help Ohio. Okay, interesting. Five environmental workers on their way to help following a a metal plant explosion in Ohio were killed in a small plane crash near Clinton National Airport in Arkansas, says officials. The Little Rock Police Department Say the twin engine never look if you look. Okay. If you are a person of interest or traveling to, or if you're some sort of like specialized journalist or um, God forbid you have some sort of information pertaining to anything at all, never. And I don't know who this pertains to, but if you're listening, never fly on a twin engine plane. I mean, these things fall out of the sky like crazy. So, um, okay, I'm not saying that it was shot down or anything, um, but I am saying that it's suspicious that five the only the only five passengers on the plane were environmental workers trying to go to Ohio to just, I mean, just check it out. They were going to sightsee, really. They were going to sightsee, and um, and they got, um, I mean, may they rest in peace. God knows. God knows that the world needs more peace, and um, I mean, I've seen people, people on my Instagram or my t- TikTok story are like, yeah, of course it came out of Clinton Airport. Clinton, uh, Clinton, uh, look, Clinton did not shoot this plane out of the sky. Neither Clinton shoot anything out of the sky, probably. Um, but, um, I mean, the airport just happened to be called Clinton. Um, I mean, they could have these uh, these these environmental workers could have been from anywhere. And I wonder if there's more environmental workers that were on their way to Ohio that crashed. Or that made it there safely. Like, this could be a coincidence. But, either way, dude, look, and literally, um, what, um, 
never mind. I, I was gonna I was gonna go back into the COVID thing because I had people literally. I've I've known people literally look at me and say, "You are crazy. I cannot associate with you. You are a right wing nut." For like some of the things that are like being disclosed now. And it's like, I'll probably never talk to those people again. Of course, some of the other things I said included like statistics and like 13%, 50%, like that type of stuff is once again, it's, it's facts are not always nice. Okay. That's all I, that's all I will say. Okay. They're not, they don't really care about anything, but um, let's continue. <laughs> it was a, a group of, um, Unopen-minded individuals, I guess. Um. <laughs> okay, and that was that. Was, I was I was a little bit. I was I was younger, guys. I was younger. I was nineteen. I was I was like twenty. I was like twenty-one, guys. I was younger. <clears throat> Those who lived in and around the small Ohio village of East Palestine have experienced headaches, coughs, fatigue, irritation, pain or burning of their skin since last month's chain derailment. Okay, so this is a bit of an update. Awesome. So we got headaches, checks, check. Coughs, check. Fatigue, check. Irritation, check. Pain, check. Burning of their skin, check. Nice. Good, good, good. It seems like everything is under control. I would I would describe that as a controlled burn. Everything about that was controlled. Um, let's see. The after chemical exposure, the ACE community, the after chemical exposure community survey, as it's being called by the ODH, was completed by 168 people who in the last two weeks have had either gone to the state's health assessment clinic or have been visited at home by federal officials. Nearly three quarters or 75% of Participants said that they experienced headaches since the derailment. Awesome. First off, chemical-induced headaches are badass. Don't let anyone tell you different. Six in 10 reported coughing. So that's 60% reported cough, chemically in, chemical-induced coughing. Badass. And just over half, almost fi- greater than 50%, said they experienced irritation, pain, or burning of their skin. Chemically induced burning of their skin. Nearly one in every two people surveyed. Um. Well, look. Why? I don't even. I. I've, I've, I'm sort of exhausted. Really talking about all this. I mean, yeah. What? What are you gonna? What are you gonna even do? They already burned it. It's already in the sky. It's. It's. It's in the atmosphere, right? They could burn a thousand of them. What would you do? You can't even put them out. They didn't even know how to put it out. They just burned more of it. That's the crazy thing is you can't do anything. Like you can't. There's no some sort. There's not some sort of fight against the machine. Like you just can't do anything. And look, if I die and look, if I die mysteriously in a twin jet, just know that it was because of this podcast, and this podcast is not a call for violence, but um, look, 
<laughs> I don't even know what to say. This is how to, why am I saying this podcast is not a call for violence? Obviously, this podcast is not a call for violence. I'm I'm sitting on the ground in a beanbag. How much more relaxed does it get? But if the time comes when you you find that the government that there's a mysteriously um, vinyl chloride spill in your backyard and it comes to and you see a crowd of people in hazmat suits walking around and they're they're discussing things like hey man we should just burn this into the atmosphere get the pitchforks get the get the i don't know you guys probably have it's a rural ohio they probably have tons of tractors or something start driving the tractors over there make a show of force okay now this is actually a call for violence make a show of force this video this this episode is not staying up for very long i can almost guarantee it i can almost guarantee it and in fact this will this you will probably be watching this from like a recording of this video like i'll have to go into my system and like record it again or like upload it onto google Google Slides or something, or, or I, you know what? I can probably get the transcript for this, and you will be reading this. It will be a robot transcribing this. This is this this podcast has got off the rails. <clears throat> no pun intended for the Ohio thing. May they rest in peace. All right, let's get to some uh, happier news. <clears throat> cancer, cancer. That's always happy. <clears throat> this lady is making the best of her cancer. She makes 80K selling nudes to pay for cancer treatment. Men love, quote, men love the bald look. A Michigan woman diagnosed with spindle cell sarcoma, uh, sarcoma says she's making a fortune flaunting her body on adult entertainment website OnlyFans. Maya Richardson, 21, learned she was stricken with the rare form of cancer last September, reporting... She subsequently underwent four sessions of chemotherapy and 25 sessions of radiotherapy. God bless her soul. The treatments caused the content creator's hair to fall out, and she was shocked to learn that OnlyFans subscribers swooned over her new image. I have cancer, but I'm still hot. The brave beauty told SWNS. Men love the bald look. The money-making Michigander, Michigander, was already creating content on OnlyFans prior to her cancer diagnosis, but Richardson believed her harrowing health news would destroy her income stream. Well, little did she know that there is no depths. There are no depths to the depravity of a man. No depths. Um, dude, imagine that she probably opened up a whole new, like, category like cancer is probably now a new category of internet pornography just people with cancer like you like they know that the person's like this is kind of like a walter white story huh instead of becoming like a drug kingpin he just opens up an only fans it becomes like an andrew tate like kind of pimp sort of like sex trafficker it's a way less happy and He's not using his skills as a chemist. He's just being a general asshole. He starts a uh, an MLM program, recruiting young young women into his um, 
harem of OnlyFans stars. It's an interesting route. It's an interesting retelling of an old classic Breaking Bad story. Um, oh, speaking of stories, I did. I have finished since the last podcast. I think two books. Um, I got. I w- I've been reading a while. I think the last one I finished was Elantris, and then I was halfway through another book by Brandon Sanderson called Mistborn. Halfway through, halfway through that got kind of boring, so I switched and read an Ant- Antov Chekhov Selective Stories. Finished that book. The dude's a master at short stories. He actually inspired my newest short story. Go read it on the Aframat Show. Um, but then I just now finished the last half of Mistborn, so now eight books so far into the year we're we're on march 6th so making good pace i'm going to try to finish four books a month that's like one a week which is pretty intense so um i'm not really filling my mind with knowledge a lot of the gurus the um the real estate gurus say um you have to fuel your mind with with uh you have to fuel your you have to read whatever you put in is it comes out or whatever Good in, good out. A hundred percent focus equals a hundred percent output, or whatever. You know, they have all these weird. Everyone says the same thing just by a different dude. That's what you realize about being in like real estate, and there's gurus and stuff. Everyone says the same thing. It's just a different dude saying it. Um, and people pay people pay for it and then they 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 hear the same words and they're like wow that was profound that was profound he told me to work he told he told me to work more and then the next guy picks up and he's like you're not working hard enough you know how i know it's because half of you are here right now and you're like whoa whoa that blew my mind that blew my mind we're here listening to this guy when we could be at home working you know the whole guru thing is always always interesting i kind of want to sign up for a couple real estate gurus let's see what we got going on here let's see let's just open up youtube type in um real estate guru Ooh, real estate guru oh that's fun uh, who's this guy? How to spot a f- how to spot fake gurus? The king of real estate. Um, who's Dave Ram? Dave Ramsey's a guru, right? He's one of those. He's one of those uh those gurus here. Here, here we go. That's a two hour podcast. Here it is. <clears throat> here we go. This is him. I guess he has a radio show. Excuse me? I can't hear it. Someone messed up the audio on Mr. Ramsey's video. Dude, why can I not hear any of the Dave Ramsey videos? Whatever. Oh, Mike Ferry. Mike Ferry, he's another guru here. Here we go. See what we got going on here. This guy's ancient too. This guy looks like a bloodhound. In fact, it was sent to me by one of our coaching clients, and it was called Seven Good 
rules for living life in 2023. <laughs> and this we all understand as real estate professionals that we're balancing at all times our personal life and our business life. And this mm -hmm. business, as we both know, can be very time consuming. You know, you get a I mean, they're all, I mean, they're pastors. They're pastors, really. On social media to being an expert on calling on for sale by owners. Yeah, I mean, this is the most boring stuff I've ever seen in my life. <clears throat> he's not as fun as Gary V or anyone. He's a little bit more uh, monotoned. <laughs> all right, let's, uh, okay, so Cancer OnlyFans girl. What's up with her? Richard, someone's Richard, Maya Richardson. Here, here we go. Okay, I don't know if I can really show that, but yeah, yeah, she's hot and she has cancer. I get it. hot people can. I like how people are shocked by it. hot people can get cancer. Yes, yes, everyone can get cancer, even the hot ones. It's not only ugly people that get cancer, guys. <clears throat> I have cancer, but I'm still hot. Men love this bald look. The young adult star who says she is still in constant pain amid her ongoing cancer battle, is more popular than ever, making an impressive 80K in the past year. I'm still able to support myself and my family. I'm a very confident person. She posted this picture of her... Oh, here we go. Oh, there's her bubble. There's her cyst. She's very much still thriving on my body. Radiation is starting to zap the life out of her, though. That's what these stickers are from. But I'm almost halfway through radiation, and then after that, I'll have surgery to remove the tumor, and then I'll be cancer-free. Nice. So she's going to be cancer-free. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to scroll down because that tumor is, I mean, I'm going to be honest, revolting. But, um, I mean, hey, whatever floats your boat, whatever uh, wets your whistle, my man. But that that tumor is intense, man. That size of like a tennis ball. Um, I just imagine her like Walter White at the end of the series, like rolling a like after he he realizes that a, his cancer came back and he can't he's already let the Pandora's box he's already opened the Pandora's box so now like his only real source of income is is making meth and now she's like she she's cancer free and now she's like well I guess I am only star only fans but then she realizes slowly that her popularity isn't because of her looks. It was because of her cancer and now her cancer is gone. So she has no appeal. See, that's great. That's the craziest thing too. That's, that's even worse than her. Update on my tumor. Oh God, what the hell? Uh, cancer treatment made me lose a lot of weight. So she started talking about her. That's, that's a crazy, that's almost a crazier thing than her starting cancer is that in order to separate herself from the crowd on OnlyFans, she has to have cancer. That's how crazy you have to either be the point zero one one you know point zero zero one percent of like the hottest people in the world, or you have to have some other marketable trait like cancer. That's the world. It's so competitive. Like if I want this podcast to take off, I have to be like a cancer podcaster. I have to like like I have to like take my hair off, my hat off, and I'm like now I'm Afro Matt, but now I'm cancer Matt. I have cancer now, guys. You know, or I have to like lift my shirt up and there has to be a cyst or like a, like a growth. And that's how I separate myself. And then everyone's like, oh, you're the, you have, to, you're the, you're the cancer podcast. Right. And I'm like, yes, I, yes, I am. Um, but like, it's just sad. Like she is pretty. So she should be able to have her only fans without having to have cancer. 
be successful, right? But um, but she only was popular after she got cancer, which is sad. Which is which is how I mean this this podcast is only going to get popular after I uh, I don't know, I don't <laughs> call, call for violence. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Let's continue here before we get into trouble. That was, I mean, this is this, these are it, jokes. These are all sarcasm. Um, they're um, what is it? It's not sarcasm. It's um, you know, these are they're quips. They're they're gaffes. They're goofs. You know. Anyways, lawsuits, town halls, and hunger strikes. Bay Area landlords push to end eviction moratorium. <clears throat> so, pretty much landlords are going on hunger strike. Jingyu Wu, an owner of a triplex, planned to go on a hunger strike Sunday morning outside of the county administration office in Oakland to protest the eviction restrictions, which he said left him teetering on the edge of bankruptcy. Hey, man, I have an idea for you. Sell your triplex. Hey, man, instead of going on a hunger strike, also, like, I don't want to draw conclusions, but there's been an awful lot of real estate, especially in, and you can look this up, in specific places, high high places, such as like New York, California, there's been a lot of Chinese money investing in that area. Let's see. Chinese investment real estate. This is what we call confirmation bias. We are searching for something to confirm... Chinese investments in the United States starting January 2023. Look, here we go. Chinese. Okay, look, look. This is in 2022. Chi- the Chinese spent $6 billion in real estate last year. Chinese investors were the most active buyers in the U.S. real estate last year among foreigners. See, I knew I wasn't talking my ass. I, I know, look, mainly in Florida, California, etc., the buyers... Uh, from China, Taiwan, and Hong Kong spent an average of $1 million per transaction to purchase existing homes with nearly a third of those deals involving inquisition of property in California. Well, look, the Chinese are buying up land. Do with that what you will. Do with that what you will. Look, once again, I don't tell you what to think. I don't tell you where to be violent. Um, I don't even condone violence. But I give you information, and hopefully you process it. It goes into your head, and you know you synthesize, analyze, do all that stuff, and and you do with it what you will. The Chinese is buying a lot of land in America. What does that mean? What does it mean to me? Um, it means that. Maybe the Chinese invasion isn't going to be foot soldiers on the ground, but it will be a slow crumbling of our economic structure. That's what it means to me. Um, But I don't know. It could just be guys like this. Jing uh, Jing Yu Wu, um, 
this owner of a triplex in San Leandro, probably California. Just Just before the pandemic hit, Wu agreed to rent one of his units to a woman with three young children who was in desperate need of a home. Since then, the family has accumulated over 120000 in rent debts. Excuse me? Excuse me? I, I, I take everything I said back about jing Yu wu This guy's extorting this family. $120,000 in rent debt? Since the... Since COVID. Just before the pandemic hit. Okay, so let's say three years. Okay? Let's take the calculator out. We do a lot of math on this podcast. We do a lot of math. You know why? Because math doesn't lie. Numbers will tell you things you don't want to hear, but you have to hear it because it doesn't lie. Okay? So let's do the math here. So three years. How many months are, or how many weeks? Let's do how many months. So that's times 12. Three times 12 is 36. So let's take 120,000. And he said more than. So we're going to go 135,000 divided by 36. This man's charging $3,750 a month. This guy's extorting this young family. That is a crazy amount of debt for three years of renting. I think that this guy should go on hunger strike and he should die. He's left on the teetering edge of bankruptcy. Hey, yeah, man, it's because you're charging three, $4,000 a month per rent. No one can pay that. I know you're not paying that. If you bought your home during COVID times, you're not even paying that per month. You're paying a quarter of that. That's craziness. Wu agreed to rent one of his units to a woman with young children who had who were in desperate need of a home. Since then, the family has accumulated over 120,000 in rent debt. As the moratorium continued, he said, first generation immigrant who arrived in the U.S. from China in 2016, Wu is doing the maintenance work himself. Oh, boo-hoo. As long as the moratorium remains in place, Wu, who is still in his 50s, said he's prepared to carry out the protest for at least two months until I die. Good. Good. You are extort This family, no wonder they're not paying you rent. Who can pay that rent? That's 300. I did the math right, and I'll double check right now. I'll even do it with 100. Let's say, so before COVID, so that's three years ago, right? 2020, or I guess let's say four years. So four times 36. This will even be less, okay? Okay, wait, four times 12, four times 12, 48. Now let's take that 120,000, divide by 48. Let's see what we got. Still $2,500 a month. And this woman with three children, probably, and it's a triplex. So we're not talking big here. We're not talking, they share a home. They share two walls, probably with two other families. This is not a, probably a big place. He's charging $2,500 a month. I mean, I guess it, guess it depends on where they live, but still, this guy's sort of extorting this family for like a lot of money. Should have, um, 
<sighs> Earlier this month, Silicon Valley de- developer also vowed a hunger strike until death. He started eating eight days again, eight days later, once the officials appeared to move forward on the paperwork to allow the project to proceed. On Tuesday, a group of frustrated landlord plans to voice their concerns at a public meeting. If the board declines to take action, the ban will likely expire at the end of April. 60 days after COVID-19 is affirming the lab. Okay, whatever. <clears throat> I mean, can you really feel even bad for landlords? Like, do you feel like, am I supposed to read this article and feel bad for landlords going on strike? Like, you took advantage of low rates and you had the you had the advantage because you were able you either you had cash on hand or you um leverage one of your other properties as to buy it um like you know you can you can do that you can like take a lien on your old property and then use it to buy another property um investment it's like an investment uh thing an investment loan or whatever the hell but I know that you can like daisy chain your investments together. So, I mean, this guy probably owns multiple triplexes somewhere else, but um, like, am I supposed to read this and be feel in any way sad for any of these people involved? Like, okay, yeah, go on hunger strike. You're a landlord. Sell one of your houses. You're going to go on hunger strike because someone didn't pay rent. How about you go on hunger strike um, or how about you go like one of those monks and just light yourself on fire? Am I supposed to feel bad for you because you have three houses and one of them decides to not pay? Oh, boo hoo. Oh, boo hoo. <laughs> oh, is, is, is Mr. Landlord sad? Is Mr. Landlord sad because someone didn't pay his rent? Who cares? Dude, you own three homes. Oh, but I can't evict them. I can't evict a poor family of four. They're living rent free. Okay, you want to do something about it? <laughs> I was, I was, was going to say kill them, but it, that would have been a joke. And it, now I now that now this video is definitely not making it very long on YouTube. <clears throat> All right, let's go to the let's go to the TikToks. Also, that is a, that's a good reason why you should always tip your landlord. Because if you don't, if you don't tip your landlord, they might get mad and they might go on hunger strike. All right, I don't really have much. I just have a lot of. I've been kind of trying to restrict my time on TikTok, and also I've been reading now. Usually, on the time that I would be browsing TikTok, so um. Most of it is just DJ Khaled. So I just grabbed a lot of DJ Khaled. And and really, I love DJ Khaled with like a deep passion. So let's listen to let's listen in on his his brilliance. So he's eating he's eating uh, barbecue kettle chips. This is my lunch. On the road is survival. We have no choice. It's a cold world out here. It's a cruel world out here. This is my lunch. It's about survival. I think, man, he, I think he could probably survive a little bit longer without 
a bag of chips. This one I really, this one I particularly liked because he, this is obviously staged and he's calling, he's quote unquote calling Drake, but he's like, hey, 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 let's, uh, he's like, oh, I just got off the phone with Drake, but um, let's record this and let's try to do the whole, let's try to do it again. So here he is. Yeah, I just landed. Um, Tell Juan I'm on my way to the studio now. <laughs> you know saying? Let's go over the album. Mm-hmm. Bro, just landed, bro. I'm coming now. Tell him, tell him stop hugging his pillow. Yeah, I'm coming to the studio now. Yeah. Nah, man, it breaks my heart. It breaks my heart. Breaks they ain't believing us. Mr. Callan? Drake did. Fuck. <laughs> Mr. Callan? Drake did. I mean, he's a, he's a successful dude. And I like to see him doing well, and um, he's just so jolly. He reminds me of like a like a like a Santa Claus, just like a chubby, jolly man. I respect him for that. All right, let's finish off with a little bit of um, Disneyland adults. Did you know how there's actually gangs at Disneyland? So these are these are images and videos going by of people wearing like biker jackets with Disney themes on them. So it's these gangs of adults who roam Disneyland um hoping to get whatever new popcorn box or ride whatever new ride has opened up or wait and I mean my girlfriend went to Disneyland not too long ago, a couple weeks ago. And, um, it sounds like the majority of the time you're in Disneyland, you are waiting in some sort of line, some other line, uh, you leave one line, then you ride a ride for 15 minutes. Um, and that's why they put so much effort into the line, the line, they have like actors, they literally pay actors to like stand at the side of the line dressed as like a, whatever, a Wookiee and then like scream at you and be like, Hey, you. Hey, what are you looking at? And you're like, I've just been in line for two hours. I know your shift is up. You don't really. I've been you've you've literally been able to see me in your whole shift from the back of the line. And now I'm here next to you. It's been an hour and a half. Um, They're dressed like a soul. They're dressed like a stormtrooper or whatever. And then they they raise their gun at you or they raise their gun at a little kid and be like, hey, did you steal the kyber crystal? And the kid's like just crying because it wants to go home. I mean, it really does seem like hell, hell on earth. It's like, it's like my girlfriend asked if I wanted to go, but I, I really don't like Disneyland, but it's cool. The architecture and stuff and the amount of detail they put into like making these worlds and these building these sets and stuff. It's all whimsical, but, um, it's, it's purgatory. Disneyland is purgatory. There, there's lines upon lines. You leave. It's Dante's Inferno. You leave one line and you find yourself. You're like, oh, now I'm starving. I just got out of a two-hour wait and now I'm starving. And now I have to wait in a two-hour line to get a Mickey-shaped w- waffle or whatever. You know, it's it's purgatory. It's it's death. It's death. You have to wait in a line to get water, right? You're like, oh, I, I'm. I need to refill my fuel, my fluids to to replenish my bodily fluids, 
and you're in hell, so you actually have to wait for that too. I've I've been to Disneyland once and it it's 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 a purgatory. You're like, oh, I have to go to the bathroom. I have to relieve myself. I have to do a bodily function. No, you have to wait for that. You um and and I heard that like they 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 do psychological warfare at Disneyland's. There's these things called smellifications or whatever, and they look like giant green speakers on stilts. Um, but they're not playing sound. They're releasing smells to make you hungry, so you buy their food and their snacks and stuff. That's why when you're walking around and you're like not really close to food, but you can probably see the courtyard down the down the main path, and you're like, and then you smell. You're like, oh, that smells so good. I want to tater. I want a freaking, oh, oh, oh my gosh, that smells so good. I want a chicken leg right now. But you're like, you're nowhere close to a chicken leg. You're like, oh, they must start. They must have started the chicken making chicken legs over there. And then you get there, and there's like four on a rotisserie in a in a in a glass, whatever behind glass. And you're like, how did I smell this from all the way over there? It's it's psychological warfare. I'm sure the CIA, in some form or another, was involved. Is involved. Has technology involved in Disneyland? I I guarantee it. Faces are being scanned. Emotions are being generated. Um, I guess not generated. Tracked probably. I know for a fact they're tracking numbers of how long people stand in line, how many people leave lines. They're tracking all this data, and the second a ride is is like. You got to ask, how do they decide when to get rid of a rid of a ride? Right? There has to be some sort of metric and in order for there to be a metric, they have to be measuring something. So what are they measuring? How long you're staying in the line? How do they know how long you're staying? Like you're being monitored 24/7 when you're in Disneyland. Guarantee it. I don't trust anything about Disneyland, but I do like this brand, this this branch of like Disney adults, they call them. And um they become gangs. There's like gangs that go in there now. There are like these gangs of adults. They have like cool names, like the White Rabbits. Uh-huh. Or um, that's a pretty cool leather jacket right there with the with the stamps and stuff. Children of Thanos. Uh, Man cubs. Cloppins. Carnery. Um, Coco Locos. Uh-huh. Like. It's interesting. It's interesting. What's going on over there? All right, let's play one more video. One more TikTok. And this one's a this one's a bit a bit more sad because this guy he's in a obviously empty apartment. His TV's on the ground, which I respect, which is what what my room my room would look like if if I didn't have a girlfriend to like furnish things. Um his TV's on the ground, his bed's on the ground, he's He's got things, you know, sparse in between on the ground, living like a man on the ground, connected to the earth like a man. But um, um, but he, he's he's having some difficult thoughts. All right, boys, I got to confess to you that I don't have any fucking friends. And I'm starting to wonder, boys, as, as much as I don't give a goddamn that I don't have friends, I think it's <laughs> fucking with me a little bit. I think it's time I let go of my pride and admit that it's starting to fuck with me a little bit. And I'm going to say it, boys. I can't get promoted to work. I'm going to say it. I'm, I'm 31 fucking years old, and I'm still too weird to get promoted. I go to work, boys, and 
I'm going to be honest with you. I do way more work than fucking anybody in the building. And I make the least amount of money. And everybody respects me because they know that I'm willing to go real, dig real fucking deep. Dude, but the truth deep. is, boys, is no, none of them fucking like me. There ain't nothing to fucking like about me. And I feel like working hard really ain't worth a goddamn. All that's worth a goddamn is how much people like you. And I am not likable in any way what's, what's so fucking ever, boys. And I better start improving that and stop worrying about all my goddamn work because it ain't fucking paying off, boys. Based. Based. At the end of the day, it's not how hard you work, but it's, um, I guess, how you look doing it. And with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, we have come to the part of the show where, of course, I thank you for making it this far. If you did make it this far, you're one of the 2% because 2% of my viewers, ah, 2% of my viewers make it all the way through. So with about 50% or 50 people watching per episode that's watching and listening, don't just trust the YouTube videos. There's more that listen. Listen. Okay. 50%. So 50 people per episode. So at least one person makes it through to the end. So if, so I'm talking to one person right now. Thank you for listening. Share with a, share with a friend. And I love you deeply. I, I deeply, deeply love you from the bottom of my heart. Text me. Is that? Oh, no, wait. This is how I usually. Yeah, there it is. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. If this is not on YouTube, um, well, you know what? You know why. Bye.